So, the uh, baby <laughs> has seen a little bit more of the, the controversy. <laughs> I yikes! Yeah, it's uh, it just keeps going. Yeah, I mean, what are you gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna do? <clears throat> what are you gonna do? You, yeah, 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 yeah. You can't say the things that you said and think you're gonna get away with these things without a. Uh, some kind of some uh, repercussions. Some repercussions. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's a lot of repercussions. Uh, yeah, he's getting hit. He's getting hit with the band hammer. Yeah, pretty pretty fucking hard and swift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a week. Yeah, it's. I mean, can you imagine what it must be for him and his publicist and his manager and his label? They must be. It must be like that scene in SpongeBob when he's trying to. He can't remember. Uh, he can't remember a word or something, and mm. his brain is filled with a, a bunch of mini SpongeBob's, <laughs> and they're like fucking going through the <laughs> filing cabinets. <laughs> and he's Everything's out. on fire. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it must be uh, a nightmare at House Day, the baby. Or do you think he's affected? at all that's a good question let's yeah. unpack that okay but before we do that we have to unpack these brewskis so obi please tell the people what we're drinking tonight i'm so glad you asked we have another hourglass brewing special it's the squish squish uh this one is the coastal crush version of the squish not the original squish they i don't think currently have the original squish on <coughs> can anymore i think they actually sold out um squish was pretty popular squish was very popular um, I'm upset we didn't go when they had it. Yeah, we apologize, Hourglass. Yes, yes, you deserve I, better. I was fortunate enough. That's actually the last time that I went. That I was talking to you about uh, a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Um, and have the original, and I can say that is a tasty beverage. Mm. Um, the Coastal Crush though is a key lime, cherry, banana, and coconut hard smoothie seltzer, and it comes in as all boy. Girl. Mm-hmm. No cold read, I take it. Um, store cold, drink fresh as f- <gasps> All right. You're going to have to bleep that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry. It's just uh, making more work for me. Fruit is heavy and may settle to the bottom. Rotate gently end over end before opening. So I'm going to rotate got... you end over end. Oof. Before opening. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, you heard it here first, folks. My name is Marco Dupa, and that guy right there is Adam Obesius Rodriguez. What's up, Brutskis? And this is episode 319 of the One Beer and Podcast. Oh. That was a thick girl. Yeah. Lost to be found. Did I, uh, someone save you when you're down? <laughs> I'm going to re-record the theme song like that. Please don't. <laughs> and it's going to be the new theme song. You can't stop it. You can't stop it. You cannot stop it. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Clink. Clink it. Chunky drink it. Mm. <clears throat> I 
It's all just settled at the bottom, I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's some juice. <laughs> it is juice. That is some juice. Hold on. I got to uh, put a note for myself. <laughs> Please bleep. <laughs> yeah, so if you guys don't know, we, uh, we're trying to keep it clean for the first 10 minutes or so of the show. Um, just because we don't want to get demonetized by YouTube. Yeah, we want money. Yeah. So if you have some, give it to us. Please. Because we need it. You don't need it. We need it. You've paid all your bills. Yeah. Give us the money. And beer. And the beer. Yeah. Money and beer. Don't think that you can give us one or the other. We need both. We need both. (laughs) Yeah. Like, share, and subscribe also on the YouTube and anywhere else that podcasts are sold to listen to, watch, played, devoured, drank, all that jazz. Yep. Welcome. Like I said, my name is Marco Dupa. That's Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank you guys for joining us once again this week. We have a lot to get into, so let's stop beating around the bush. Let's get right into it. The baby controversy has not stopped. It has been a wild ride Yeah. for him. And uh, for the culture, really. Yeah. Let's say, I mean, since we recorded last week, like it's been literally nonstop. Yeah. So we're not going to harp on this too much. I think we kind of set our piece last week. But it still is interesting to kind of take a look at watching someone in real time deal with the consequences of their actions. <laughs> and uh, if those consequences are warranted. Yeah. Let's find out. So, uh, baby very quickly was, uh, throughout this past week, taken off of the following music festivals. iHeartRadio Music Festival, Austin City Limits, Music Midtown, Lollapalooza, Manchester's Park Life Festival, Governor's Ball, and Day in Vegas. Seven. In the past, each day, someone else was like, "We're good." You're out. <laughs> and <clears throat> while we, you know, the the, the f- first thing is, uh, he he he's getting he's getting uh canceled. That's the easy way to sure. describe the situation. He's getting canceled. Um, and uh, the first thing that rappers decide to do when they come to his defense is talk about how, oh, y'all ain't say shit about them gay people over there being gay. And yeah, it's like, yeah. hey, man, if you're going to defend the baby, the last thing that's not the way to do you it. should do is a whataboutism. I'm homophobic, too. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I can tell you this. I don't know the baby personally, but I know for sure that he probably doesn't want you coming to his defense. With the strategy of, it's not wrong to be homophobic. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He probably would hope that you would have a more nuanced way of going about defending him. Yeah. Which I have seen other people uh, come into his defense and and I I, I don't know. I don't know. There's there's people saying like, um, is this the way to... uh, is this a peaceful resolution to this? Is this the way that we are going to deal with things 
whenever somebody says something controversial or just flat out wrong, which is what he said, is the solution just, all right, well, that's it. We're done with this person now. Yeah. I mean, the way to the it seems to be the the only way for some of these people to listen or to change their ways is to be hit in the pockets. Yeah. To, well, uh, to even apologize, because remember when we had first covered this topic, he had what, did he even apologize at that point yet? He, I think at that point it was the the first actual apology because there was the right. video where he doubled down and he was like, y'all just didn't understand what I was saying, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, whatever. Then he got dropped by Lollapalooza, yeah. and then and then that's when he was like, "Look, guys, it's not what I meant to say." Yeah, and so know, now there's another apology. There's the official press release apology. Right. It's not a no tap apology. Good no. for him. Somebody in his corner was like, "Don't put it on there." Don't do it. Make it an actual like press release. Put it on his Instagram. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, we could probably pull that up. I'm sure, we can. Um, but yeah, so he's. So that that this would be the third apology now, or the second apology. Second, yeah. Third third statement regarding the matter. Uh, second apology. Right. Okay, I have it. You have it. Oh, so yeah, it. yeah, the official one. Actually, he posted it from Orlando, Florida. Weird. Funny enough. Um, <clears throat> and I quote: "Social media moves so fast that people want to demolish you before you even have the opportunity to grow, educate." And learn from your mistakes. As a man who has had to make his own way from very difficult circumstances, having people I know publicly working against me, knowing that what I needed was education on these topics and guidance has been challenging. I appreciate the many people who came to me with kindness, who reached out to me privately to offer wisdom, education, and resources. That's what I needed, and it was received. I want to apologize to the LGBTQ plus community for the hurtful and triggering comments I made. Again, I apologize for my misinformed comments about HIV AIDS, and I know education on this is important. Love to all. God bless the baby. He just just he so didn't write that. Not only did he not write that, because I'm sure he at least approved the messaging of that. Yeah, somebody slid it across his desk, but. It's just not good. No, it's not. Because, look, let me give you guys out there a little bit of advice, okay? If you're ever in a circumstance in which you need to apologize for, start with the apologizing part. Yeah. Start with the I'm sorry. Don't start with the (sighs) social media, you know, it goes so fast. Yeah. And it's really hard that a lot of the people in my corner weren't really there for you me. You guys turned your backs on me. Uh, but anyway, uh, besides all that, I, I learned a lot. So sorry. Like, just flip, <laughs> flip the it. paragraphs. Flip it. Just flip the paragraphs. Flip it. Yeah. Flip it. Flip it over. You're in much better shape. Uh, but the fact that it's it's so heavy on the self victimization beforehand yeah. is like, come on, man. Come on. Yeah. It it, it just really reeks of like. I mean, yeah, I fucked up, but fuck y'all too. Right. I had reasons, though. Yeah. You don't understand. I had reasons. Yeah, I came from a hard neighborhood. That's why I don't like gay people. Right. That's why I'm uneducated on this matter. Yeah. I had to make it my own way. Mm-hmm. Huh? Sure. Yeah. What? <laughs> right. Excuse me, huh? No. What? Huh? 
he was poor, so he doesn't understand that it's not okay to say that kind of shit about people who have HIV. Uh, yeah. Huh? What? Well, you you see people <clears throat> defending him. I, I've seen this in the comment sections where people are saying, "Well, what he said wasn't even homophobic. You, you don't even know what you're talking about." Yeah, but, I, I've I've seen people saying stuff like that too. It's kind of interesting. And you're just trying to cancel him for X, Y, and Z reasons. Um, but as for the reasons we said on the last episode, what he said was whether or not meant to be homophobic or not. Very easily read as homophobic. Listen to this. I took this. I took this screenshot earlier, um, from I think the comment section of this post. His official post. Yeah. Uh, one person says, "I can tell he ain't write this shit just by reading it." Dua Lipa done hacked this man account and posted it so her biggest hit won't get snatched down. <laughs> one one person said, uh, "Who actually wrote this? There's no way in hell he wrote this. That's why it doesn't work." Mm. The next person said, "Forced apology." The next person said, this is good. Bro, the LBCDGT. <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> that was the first time I read it out loud. <laughs> the LBCDGT got more pull than the government, and that's scary. <laughs> and then this guy responds to that dude, and he's like, it's because half of them like to cross-dress and are into weird shit themselves, LOL. Talking about the government. Mm-hmm. Uh, baby didn't say any of this. The label and people invested said this. So that was kind of like a microcosm of uh, how that p- apology was received right. by his own fans. So what you're seeing is either people are saying the apology doesn't work because X, Y, and Z, or yeah. they're saying he didn't really mean it yeah. in a good way and saying, oh, he didn't, he didn't do it himself. He doesn't actually want to apologize to... The, the LG blah 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 B C D G D right, <laughs> right. So I feel like people are making the the baby fans who who uh, I guess agree with his homophobia are okay with this response because they're uh, they're saying there's a shadow government behind it. Yeah, you know we don't. It's not actually how he feels in his heart. Yeah, and then everyone <laughs> else is saying okay, well. He clearly didn't write this. Right. And that's the problem with it. So on all fronts, just uh, just failed. Just didn't work. Just didn't sure. work at all. If his intention was to actually apologize, it definitely failed no. on all fronts. I don't think there's one person who read that and was like, "Okay, I'm 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 good with that." Um, and then and then uh, what I was mentioning before, how some of his some of uh, his peers in the rap game decided to defend him was for some reason. Defending the homophobia and also pulling Lil Nas X into it for some reason. I saw yeah. a lot of people that were like, uh, not a lot of people. Let me rephrase that because it wasn't a lot of people. It was two people in particular. It was T.I.'s dumbass and Lil Boosie's dumbass. Who we mentioned before. Yeah. Yeah. Boosie badass who got his second IG account deactivated <laughs> because of, uh, actually because of his statement defending the baby saying. Of course. That, uh, you know, them kids, man, it. Them kids. Sad. It's them kids. See, because that's what happens. You make the music for the kids. The mm. kids going to see it. Yeah. I, I don't know why he. I don't. I don't. He's so, yeah. It's just hilarious that a guy who makes the kind of music that Boosie makes is so concerned with the, with kids. the kids. With the kids, yeah. It's the irony. The irony. Yeah. Is obviously lost on him. 
Yeah. But that's okay. That's okay. He's an old head. Yeah. And he's out there. And uh, he, I don't know why anybody, uh, any grown person would be looking to Boosie Badass for any kind of advice on how to lead your life. But anyway, that's that's any who's a. Yeah. Here's where we are currently. He's been dropped by, you know, uh, at least seven festivals. At least In seven counting. festivals. Yeah. I think there's more than that. I think that was the latest. Mm. And um, people are now wondering about the career path of a guy who seemed to have everything. Mm-hmm. He had the rap game at his fucking fingertips. You've got people saying he's the best rapper currently. He's definitely one of the most sought after MCs in the game, as evidenced by the fact that like he's on a song with Dua Lipa. <laughs> right. Um, he's got that kind of you know, Snoop Dogg energy right now where like everybody wants to do a song with him. He's like got that gravitational mm-hmm. pull. That's why he was on all of these festivals because yeah. they know that he's got that gravitational pull. In the zeitgeist. He puts a video out. It shoots up the charts on YouTube. It does millions of views. He's very successful right now. And uh, this, this is a, this is a, this is a big bump in the road. Yeah. So the, so I don't know. Where do we go from here? Where does the baby go? Where does the baby go? Um, I mean, yeah, I I uh, I think we we get a little bit further down the road from this, and I think he recovers. I, I don't see this being like a career ender. I think there are too many people who will still, you know, go out and buy his new album, yeah. or at least listen. So you agree with NLE Choppa? And Polo G, I do. I think that I think that he will come out of this. I won't say unscathed because obviously, you know, oh, he's, he's scathed. He's very scathed. <laughs> the boy is scathed. He's very scathed at this moment. But I think a lot of people will forget that this happened. Mm. I think he comes out with he he just needs to disappear for a little bit, come out with a new song, and I think you know people will remember. But I think a lot more people will be willing to forget. And minimize as they have been already. I don't. I disagree. Mm. I think that I think he's kind of fucked his bag up permanently, and here's why. You're right that his fans are never going to go anywhere, and the, a lot of people in the rap community aren't going to go anywhere. They're going to forget about it. You know, call it an overblown reaction. Yeah. And there's going to be a lot of people who feel like he's being uh quote unquote canceled sure. unjustly. So those people are going to support him just to just, I wouldn't be surprised if some right winger comes out and was like, and now they're trying, they're going after their own and the baby he's a rapper. He's a black guy and they're going after him. And black. I wouldn't be surprised if that, if that hasn't already happened, yeah. that it will happen at some point. Cancel culture strikes again. Strikes again. <laughs> um, so all of those people will return to the table. Yeah. And I think the baby as a rapper, his career is not over. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think I mean, because he's still he said something interesting a while back, which is that he's trying to make a classic album. So he's trying like he's actually in the pursuit of creating something, you know, long lasting yeah, of substance. Yeah. So I respect him for that. But I think that the days of this guy headlining fucking Lollapalooza Mm -hmm. and and uh, all all of those other like those were huge festivals global festivals I think those days are over unless unless he comes back in a way that 
that says to people that he actually did understand the magnitude mm-hmm. of what he said uh and those people accept that apology i don't i don't i think he's fucked that bag up for for good yeah i mean i i uh i think he does have to do something beyond what we've seen so far like obviously this we were just talking ad nauseum about why this apology didn't work i think he needs to do another like one more attempt that comes off at least a little bit better than this one <laughs> before he's able to to reclaim anything that he's lost so far yeah and uh, from what i read and i don't know if this is just a rumor or speculation he was planning on doing that like by having a video that would roll before his performance at one of these festivals mm. um but the festival apparently didn't get that video because he didn't make it. And so they said, okay, you're canceled. Right. Like, that's it. And then thus began the domino effect of them all canceling on him. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, that would have been a good opportunity. I think maybe if he was planning on doing that, then should just post that video on your Instagram. Sure. Because I just went to his Instagram to find a statement. And he's already kind of just moved on. Yeah. He posted that statement. And there's already two or three videos and stuff on his story where it's just kind of like not to say that he has to sit there and harp on the shit forever like every post has to be about that but that statement was only like two days old and he's already kind of moved on to the next thing but at the same time he can't just sit there and not post anything sure because and money is gonna dry up i think that's actually a moderately viable solution for him too. a way out of it is to Act like business as usual to an extent, yeah, um, and hope that this all kind of blows over. Well, let's see. Let's just take a precursory look at the comment section of his latest. His latest post is him just uh, showing clips of his last four videos that he's dropped. By the way, if if you don't know, if you only know the baby from this controversy, um, he is prolific. He puts out shit at a rate that would make fucking Tupac. Uh, blush I mean it's it's he's rolling off shit yeah Uh, but this is interesting he's limited the comments ah so obviously there is a brain behind the operation Mm -hmm. that is going you might want to uh, make sure that only your fans right can comment on this Uh, I see the the first couple of comments are one person said workaholic this is a, a verified account Another person said, you literally can't cancel the baby, which is untrue. Um, <laughs> keep your foot on the neck. Stand strong on your words, which, again, that that right there is the problem. Well, because his fans mm-hmm. are saying things like that. S- keep your foot on the neck. Stand strong on your words. Okay, my friend, what words should he stand strong on? The apology to the LGBTQ community mm-hmm. or the homophobic statements that the baby himself said were said in jest and not meant to be taken seriously. So which words is he supposed to stand strong on? Yeah. I mean, you got to assume it's the homophobic comments. Exactly. You got to. And uh, uh, this guy said, stop apologizing. Uh, can't cancel my dog. It's pretty much everybody saying he did not. This guy literally said did nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. Can't be canceled. The baby canceled them. They didn't cancel the baby. Uh, yeah, so he limited. Uh, obviously, all you're going to see is m- m- positive uh, comments because he limited the posts, uh, limited the comments. Right, the post. and, and so I think that illustrates why I think he's not going to go anywhere. It's because 
a, a certain loud sect of his fan base. Mind you, not the mainstream, but his fan base likes it. Yeah. He likes the fact that he what he said. Now, they like it in a way that he may not have even meant those words or he's publicly saying he didn't mean those words, but, I mean, th- they're doubling down for him at this point. Let's, let's just, let me just say this. <clears throat> what he said initially at Rolling Loud is a belief that is held by a lot of people. A lot of people our age, because he's 29. Yep. That and and a lot of people older than him. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a, a a whole generation of people who believe what he said. Mm-hmm. And the reason that there's so many people who are saying that he said nothing wrong is because they don't believe that there's anything wrong with believing that a person who has AIDS must have been having promiscuous sex with a bunch of other partners. Sure. Which, by the way, there's nothing wrong with that either. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I think that it's it's this old school view of sexuality mm-hmm. that has that permeates through the culture. It's the hip hop conservatism and, right, that we talked about. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so of course there are so many people who are like, he said nothing wrong. They believe those things themselves. They don't I guess what I'm trying to say is like it's not that they are it is homophobic to say what he said Mm -hmm. of course and I'm not defending what they're saying but in a twisted way they're like well he didn't I mean he's not trying to be mean it's just if you got AIDS you're dirty right it is a very ignorant place to come from right and I'm not saying that it's okay because we are his age mm-hmm. and we know that that's an ignorant thing to say. He should know that. Right. But I think that that is part of the reason why in his statement he's like, hey, man, this is where I this is how I grew up. This is where I came from. I think if he had posted a video explaining that in his own words, it would have gone over better if he was yeah. just like, OK, look, I fucked up what I said. I mean, that's just how people think where I'm from. Mm-hmm. And I'm 29. At this point, I've never interacted with homosexual people in a way that I needed to educate myself on these things. Like, mm-hmm. I have been in the rap game for years. I've been, like, I just got all this money. Yeah. I just got all this spotlight. Then I said something stupid. And now everyone's like, I'm the worst person on the planet. Now everyone's mad at me. It's like, there needs to be some responsibility taken, but also in a twisted way, I understand why he said what he said. He's like yep. trying to joke and and it's fucked up. And I, again, I'm not defending what he's saying. It was terrible. Yeah. But what I think the the real issue was, and I think we talked about this last week, it's not for us to say what the problem is or sure. if we can accept his apology yeah. and whatnot <clears throat> or how he he is supposed to rehabilitate himself with the lgbtq plus community right it's but, not for us to say <laughs> but as a person from, that wouldn't comfort me very much <laughs> right <laughs> yeah would, yeah i think that the issue stems from him doubling down sure if he if what he said 
uh, was about dirty Puerto Ricans, and he came out with that apology to me, I'd still feel a certain way. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's all I'm saying. It's right. very easy for me to put myself in 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 somebody else's shoes mm-hmm. in that way. So, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Do you do you have empathy? Is that weird? Is that yeah, that it's strange. Huh. I don't know. So yeah, I mean, let's let's get off of this. But pretty much, your boy. He messed his bag up, and the only way he's going to be able to recover that money is to, uh, I mean, he's going to have to, I mean, he's going to have to do something that goes against the core values of some of his most ardent uh, supporters. Sure. Uh, which is, like, sincerely educate himself on the uh, queer community. Yeah. So. We'll see if he does that. Good luck, baby. Yeah. You're going to de-need it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's let's move on. Okay, we might get canceled for oh, please even slightly even talking about. Please that. don't. Yeah, don't come after us. God, no. Fuck that guy. We're not friends with him. We don't even know him that well. I don't know the baby. <laughs> I don't know that guy. Who's baby? baby? Not my baby. Anywho, so what we got? Scarjo sues Disney. Oh yeah, did we not talk about that? No. Man, I can't believe we haven't talked about. No, that. No, we didn't talk about that. I think that happened in the week between recording maybe i'm pretty had sure to. Yeah. had to yep 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 well i mean we got we, we got we gonna do we got i mean what are you gonna do what's that uh yeah so disney doing the dual release strategy of putting out movies at home for a price as we talked about <laughs> very angrily yeah when it was announced uh way back when by the way still angry about it yeah the first one they did was mulan right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So since then, they've come out with this release schedule of, of putting out a movie and uh, in the theaters and at home on Disney Plus for a $30 fee on top of your subscription fee. Yeah. Um, so apparently they're going to stop doing that because, and they didn't say this outright, <laughs> but it seems pretty convenient that uh, Scarlett Johansson, one of their biggest stars uh, in the MCU has decided to sue them because part of her contract was to earn on box office earnings. Yeah. And Disney's initial response to her taking them to court uh, was essentially to say, how dare you Yeah. not consider the fact that COVID's a very real tragedy and you should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah. I, oh, man, I love that that's the stance they took. I love it. Yeah. It's hilarious. Uh, to which uh, Kevin Feige said, what? <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? Uh, so he was not very happy uh, about how they treated ScarJo yeah. uh, for obvious reasons because she's one of their main stars. Yeah. And just the fucking irony to be like – how dare you not take COVID into account <laughs> right. while they're opening up their fucking, <laughs> mm. yeah. how, how dare you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. I mean, that takes a pair. Yeah. A big old pair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So she was rumored to have lost out on estimated $50 million mm. on that box office. $50 million. Yeah. And it's a little bit of money. Yeah. So, so I mean, and and uh, the, uh, Black Widow was supposed to come out months ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then it just kind of comes out, just kind of squeaks out. It 
does well for pandemic uh, numbers. Yeah. And then it does okay on their streaming service. And then uh, and and then it just kind of and then fell off. It had a sixty-seven percent drop off uh, for for second week sales, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, sixty-seven or sixty-nine. Eh. And everybody's mad. ScarJo's mad. Disney's mad. Hose mad. Hose mad. <laughs> um, the theaters are mad. The theaters are more mad than anybody. Yeah, because they're like, dude. You guys are going to recover from this. You're going to be okay. You're going to keep putting fucking movies out. But yeah. if you're streaming movies the week after or the week of the these week movies of, coming yeah. out. Literally Friday. Nobody. There's a there's a huge population of people who are like, oh, that's that's way more convenient. Yeah. You know, I mean. Uh, <laughs> we're on uh, uh, Suicide Squad Eve. So, I mean. Suicide Squad's supposed to be coming out on HBO, too, though. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm not going to the theater for that. <laughs> I'm going to watch it on a couch. Yeah. I'm going to be at home. With a sandwich in my hand. Mm-hmm. Maybe a beer. Just flopping. Yep. Yeah. I'm, yeah. But I I do want to go to the theater to watch Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Part of the reason why is because the premiere access costs $30 sure, and sure. I'm single and I have no reason to spend $30 on right. a movie that I could just drive to the theater and spend $29 on. <laughs> right, I, was <gonna> say, <laughs> um, I don't know. It may be pretty close to that by the end of the night. No, I mean, if I'm going in there having eaten and, and <laughs> prepared, yeah, yeah, uh, then I'll only spend, I'll only buy popcorn and that's what, $15. Sure. I'll be all right. Yeah. So dry mouth. <laughs> You're in the back going, and it's just in the in your teeth. Uh-huh. Get that one kernel in between the teeth. Uh, and the whole it's two and a half hours. Uh-huh. Just going. <laughs> so she's suing them, and now Emma Thompson, Emma Thompson, Emma Watson, Emma Stone, Emma Stone. Pick your Emma. Emma Stone, the star of Cruella, uh-huh. is now mulling her. Um, legal options to mm-hmm. sue them because obviously her contract was similar. Sure. Which is funny that these actors are doing this whole um, don't worry, I'll make money on the back end of the box office thing versus the studio just paying them a large, su- large yeah, sum of it, money. It to me, I mean, I don't think they, they knew that this was going to happen, but obviously they were, <laughs> it seems more than happy to not renegotiate. Disney, you talking about the studio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, oh yeah, for while sure. these while these contracts are being written up, this was you know way before the pandemic happened. Yeah, but it's not like they were rushing to be like, oh, this is obviously not fair to you guys. Let's well, according fix this. according to Scar Joe's lawsuit, she tried to renegotiate. Yeah, and they they did not come to the table. Right, and so she had to just flounder and which, watch her money. Which Disney refutes. They said that they did renegotiate and came to some kind of agreement. But well, then this is going to be interesting to see how it plays out in court, because if if one side is saying we re we uh, renegotiated and one side is saying you guys didn't even come to the table. Right. This is going to be really interesting. And not only is it going to be interesting to see what it what happens with Scar Joe and her money and all that jazz. It's going to be interesting to see how this affects the industry, because. For what it's worth, it's not like this shit is going away. Yeah. And these problems <laughs> with these studios and with the 
uh, movie theaters are only going to get worse because once everything is, once we can finally come back to some kind of normalcy, you know, a decade from now, sure. Uh, we're, there's going to be that nuclear fallout of where do we go from here? How do we, what is, what is the now status quo of these things? Yeah. Is the status quo going to be dual releases? Mm. Because just because Disney's not doing it doesn't mean that HBO Max is not doing it. And Netflix is going to start, I mean, they want to get more of their movies into theaters. Yeah, so they, they, you see they're, they're pushing to have, um, was it Chris Nolan's next big movie? Yeah, come, come to yeah, Netflix. Yeah, yes, first. So, and uh, I don't know how they're going to convince him of that. We already know how he feels about streaming services. I know, so I know. That is that's. Anyway, so you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens because now a I lot know, of these... I know a way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure he. Uh-huh. Uh... So these the, these actors, they're gonna. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what kind of contracts they sign going forward. You know, because then. It's going to be interesting to see what studios do with these big name actors. Do they do they offer them a huge lump sum up front? Because uh, Disney just announced, not just announced, but maybe like a week or so ago, they announced that they're no longer going to be tying um, actors into multi year contract. Or uh, maybe that was Marvel. It was, I Marvel, think it was Marvel. Yeah. So Marvel is no longer tying actors into multi year contracts, mm-hmm. and I think part of that is it's fina- It's not financially feasible. Sure. I think part of it is also that it it the contract in and of itself is a spoiler. Sure. You yeah. have to think that they're thinking if we make this movie, we're not going to recast this person in the second film, right? If they're if they're the titular character. Right. Um unless your name is Edward Norton, sorry. <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> yeah. But that was before all of this got yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. There is no fucking way. I would bet my life on it. There's no way in the middle of like phase 2 or 3 that fucking Mark Ruffalo would pop up and you'd be like, "The fuck just <laughs> happened?" They had they had a small window where they could settle everything. Mm-hmm. And uh Edward Norton out, Ruffalo in, uh uh uh, Terrence Howard out. Yep. Fucking Cheadle in. Cheadle in. Uh, and then after that, it was like everything was settled. Yeah. 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 Nowadays, there's no fucking way they're doing that. Well, here's the thing. Think about how much freedom they would have now, just storytelling wise, to take it anywhere they want to go. If this person is playing hardball, yeah, and we don't want him in the next Guardians. Well, you have to think that part of the reason that they are introducing this multiverse thing is for that very reason. Well, and they're saying that new, uh, that new uh, Marvel. What if show? Yeah. that's coming out. is actually Canon Canon. Yeah. Some of it. Yeah. Yeah. So with that, I mean, they can use one of those animated little specials as an inspiration to be like, this is that multiverse line. Right. So check out like the new, main feature movie about Marvel zombies. Yeah. We'll just do one movie about that. A yeah. one-off. Sure, we may have like a few little, you know, hints and winks and nods to the 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 real storyline with some of the other characters, but it doesn't have to necessarily be tied to this main franchise, this mainline story and anything else feels 
cheap yeah you know yeah. like it can be it can be so much more expansive if it's not tied to like a captain america right uh one single captain america right you know yeah or one can, single one i should say one single star as captain america yeah it can be so much bigger than that yeah um i mean it's and and for them uh it's it's financially easier to just be like well let's bring in this new guy who we don't have to give 30 million sure. to and if he does really well if people really like him or her it can spawn its own franchise and make its own thing yeah i think it's really actually like the more i think about it, the smarter this is because they can actually do they can get the best of both worlds now mm -hmm. they can have the mcu this really tight but expansive universe that all ties together they can keep that going forever if they want to with all the characters we know and love and all the actors we know and love but then also kind of do what DC has been doing and having like these individual like one-off stories or universes with <laughs> within these individual movies yeah. like have a Joker universe or you know have uh I don't know it's it, uh, like the Batman universe like have these things that have the same character but are different and yeah. have different characters and and different actors in them it gives them so much more freedom yeah but no then, it's smart but without tying them to uh, being forced into doing one or the other right there's still an mcu there's still a, a universe there that ties it all together and you but, can always go back to the sacred timeline the, sure. the through line that they've created with all the all of the other movies right right and at any point they can just snap back to the the main storyline yeah and just go now we're bringing back Chris Hemsworth and everybody blah, blah 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 and then that creates even more hype because mm -hmm. once you do like three or four movies without the big names and then you go guess who's coming back yeah guess who's coming to dinner it's like wrestling <laughs> yeah yeah exactly uh but also on top of that you know I, I I just said it it does it makes it so you can't really cheapen those like side stories then again you can if there is that main golden through line that that main timeline I should say I think but, you have to maintain that Yes, you you do, but you're right. You can sprinkle in and add to like add one of these characters to like a Loki like show, yeah, or even like a feature film that doesn't have many well knowns and just have that person in for like a post credits Vin Diesel show up at the end of Tokyo Drift yeah. moment, you know, right? Like something to to tie it back in. Yeah, and that that's a like instant guaranteed crowd pop, you know. Yes. Yes. Oh, I mean, it's it's so smart. It's it's perfect. It really is. I'm really excited about really this now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I I I've been trying to tell people, man, like this new this Phase Four shit. They're taking a big risk with the uh, uh, Inhumans and with the the Eternals. Immortal, yeah. Uh, Eternals. Immortals. immortals. <laughs> yeah. Same uh, shit. And. Uh, you know they're they're they don't have the huge names to bank on Shang Chi. Yeah, that's a that's another one where it's like I was just talking to somebody at my bar. Um, it was actually uh, Dylan. Shout out to Dylan and Christine, Chris, Kristen, Christine, Kristen, Dylan. <laughs> um, uh, Dylan from Bang Rock been on the show. He's obviously Asian, and so was uh, our mutual friend. She was Asian, and we were talking about that um, as like this finally a big uh mcu movie with an asian lead and sure. with a not just an asian lead but like an asian storyline mm -hmm. and uh 
it's so late in the game that it's like like if you have a uh guardians for instance mm-hmm. guardians came at a at a really good moment where they were just i mean fucking marvel was knocking it out of the park it was yep. just home run after home run after home run like they just couldn't do even their bad movies people were like well i'll, I'll go see it cuz it's thor dark world ugh <laughs> the worst you could pick and uh so guardians comes in at a moment where the the hype train is like on a on an ascend yeah and it just so happened to be you know an incredible movie it's awesome it's one of the best in the universe but they got lucky with that, right? Uh, well, I it's guess not, they didn't get lucky. It sounded like you were five. And say it's like the best in the universe. It's like the best in the universe. I thought you meant like the real universe and not the MCU. <laughs> it's like but the best in the universe. Yeah. It, it's like the best, <laughs> like the best movie in the, in the universe. universe. Uh, no, I meant in the MCU, yeah. obviously. Okay. Uh, and so Shang, Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi doesn't have the luxury of coming after some hugely successful movie sure. where everyone is in fact it's kind of hampered by the fact that the pandemic ruined yeah the rollout of phase right. 4 right in so much that now people are like this movie better be fucking good well cuz what what it was supposed to have been was we would have gotten loki then loki. we would have gotten um i think black widow after that mm mm-hmm. Then, um, uh, the, 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 oh my ass, the, 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 the witch, witch girl and robot man. <laughs> That's the better name for the show. I'm uh-huh. not going to tell you what it's called. Okay. Then that one, right? Witch girl and robot. And man. then Shang-Chi. Yeah. And I think then... multiverse of madness was supposed to come out sooner than it is. Like way maybe that was this. supposed to come before Shang. That, no, that doesn't make sense. I think Shang Chi is gonna was supposed to come out and then Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, but well, the the summer slew was supposed to be huge. Yeah, this like twenty twenty one to twenty twenty two was supposed to be like fucking mega. Well, and Spider Man's still coming out. Yeah, which we haven't oh, gotten by a the trailer way, for. They're not gonna put a trailer out. Yes, this is what I was just told. Hold on, let's Google this. Let's Google this to confirm this information. No way home trailer. Uh, okay, well, I'm not seeing any confirmation, but I heard through the grapevine mm-hmm. that Sony and Marvel are not planning on releasing a full like two minute trailer. Okay. Because apparently pretty much everything in the movie is a spoiler that it's hard for them to cut together a, a TV spot. that yeah. Isn't a trailer or a, a spoiler. Yeah. That's um that's what I've kind of gotten the gist of that. Basically anything, anything that has to do with the main main timeline is going to be tough to have a trailer for at this point, at least until we know what, the multiverse means for the universe yeah really so we'll have to we'll have to have some kind of context from dr strange to understand the movie or or to understand what phase four really is going to be because loki sets up excuse me (laughs) loki sets up this multiverse obviously but what does that mean for the larger mcu 
we don't know yet. Mm-hmm. So what movie are they going to pick to really kind of drive the point home that, you know, we're in a different universe now? Uh, I thought it was going to be Spider-Man with the uh, I think if this rumor is true that they're not putting out a trailer or a traditional trailer anyway. I think that that in and of itself is a spoiler. It has to, in my mind, confirm Multiverse. Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, going to be in it. Yeah. I just don't see how it doesn't confirm those things. And the obviously the casting of fucking Alfred Molina and sure. and uh, Jamie Foxx, mm-hmm. I just don't see how those things don't confirm that. It. I don't know. I just don't see how all these people are like, they're not going to be in it. They're not. I swear to God, they're not going to be in it. What? Oh, the two main villains from your movies are in it, but you're not going to be in it. I just I thought of a nightmare scenario that I don't even want to speak into. Uh, you got to say it now <laughs> into reality. Uh, what if they do a thing where like they did with the, um, the the Ghostbusters reboot where like the original actors are in it, not playing their characters? Oh, oh, oh. So like Andrew Garfield just has like a, a weird cameo. Sure. Yeah. And like Tobey Maguire is just like driving a taxi or something. Yeah. Alfred Molina is just like, you know, a chef or something. Yeah. And they just like make a witty thing where it's like wink, wink to yeah. the audience. I sure wish I had some extra hands. <laughs> he's like a sushi chef, and he's mm-hmm. like, do you want me to cut up this octopus for you? And right. you're like, no. God, please. What did <laughs> we do? <laughs> that, would be, uh, that, would, that would be terrible. That would be a yeah. really, really bad decision to do. Yeah. I mean, they've already really royally fucked up with uh, Quicksilver yeah. having him being like I had flashes a joke. of that. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, no, I don't know. It's this is this is we're we're in uh, uncharted territory right now. It's going to be interesting yeah. to see how they handle these things. I mean, you know, I'm not really. I don't give a fuck about Scarlett Johansson's finances because whatever, she's a fucking millionaire and she'll be all right. Yeah. The kind of money she made off of the fucking movie, she'll be all right. Fifty million dollars is a lot to lose, though. Sure. And so I'm hoping that she wins this lawsuit just to stick it to these corporations who think that they can just fucking do whatever they want. If what she's saying is true and that she tried to come back to the table and renegotiate and they were like, I don't know what to Sorry. tell you. You signed. And then they turned around and was like, COVID. <laughs> don't you see? Look what's going on. People uh, are dying. And you want us to pay you more money? Ugh. Then yeah, I hope that I hope they fucking crash and burn when it comes to this shit. They got it. They their pockets are deep enough. It would probably just be smart enough, smart for them to just give her a fifty million dollar check and call it a day. Yeah, yeah. You don't want that kind of bad press. Well, especially that it's already caused them to change. I mean, maybe they just it's just coincidental and they planned on stopping these you know day and date releases on streaming. But big, big coincidence. It does seem like they already changed their practices in order to. Uh, placate both their stars and the movie theaters. So yeah, I don't know. And not only that, but like if a, if if they don't have the movies on premiere access, and then the movie does flop, they can just look at the actor and be like, "Now what? Now what? Yeah. You, you want to go to court? You want to talk about this? You want to renegotiate? Fuck yourself." Yeah. So, well, in on the other side of this, maybe renegotiations can have to do with the amount of streams it gets or the amount of revenue it gets from that $30 cost. Yeah, I'm sure that's 
what ScarJo was trying to do was renegotiate for streaming numbers as sure. opposed to like, I mean, but pff, I don't know, man. Which is what I prefer. I I don't want I don't want them to force us to go to movie theaters again to see movies. You know, like I I just I, at where we're at right now, I don't want that to be the case. I I do enjoy streaming my movies when I can. Yeah. Until I feel 100% comfortable to go to a movie theater again, you know? We're never going to feel that way. That's true. It's over, dude. <laughs> it's over. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's over, man. We're here for a good time. Not a long time. Drink up. Mm. Drink up. <sighs> Take a long, nice sip. It's over. It's over. It's over. It's over. All right, well, I feel like I think that's it, right? I think we got it. We have one more thing, my friend. What's that? That is our cheers of the week. Oh, the cheers of the week. We forgot to do this last week, and you guys didn't hold us accountable. Mm. So that's how we get away with stuff. I mean, if you don't hold us accountable, who will? If we miss a cheers of the week, I want you guys to swap Marco. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Come at me, bro. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it's a good way to end the show with uh, something a little positive, especially when we have weeks with the babies and the Scar Joes. And the Scar Joes. <laughs> and uh, the Disneys. And the Disneys. <laughs> so that being said, I'm going to give my cheers of the week to the locks <laughs> for their incredible verses. BX, Burrow. Incredible. Oh, they're from Yonkers. Wait a minute. They're from Yonkers, but it's okay. Well, Jade is from Yonkers. I don't know the rest of them. I think they're, they're all, all from I Yonkers. They're all from Yonkers. I'm pretty sure. Um, I mean, just I—I I don't know what got into me, but I think it was—it was, it was this, the the spirit of Timberlands just uh, manifested. <laughs> they were in your closet, just internally like, oh. cl clicking together. <laughs> um, and I, you know, I—I I don't normally tune in for verses. Um. If you guys don't know, it's it's a long now long running series of artists going head to head with their hits to find out who's the the biggest out of the two. Mm -hmm. And so this one was uh, the Locks versus Dipset. Dipset, um, which if you're of anywhere around our generation, really, uh, I mean, constant rotation in high school. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, it was it was really entertaining. Is all all I want to say about it. Yeah. Like I'm so glad I tuned in. I randomly decided to jump into the stream, and I couldn't stop watching it. Went to like 12:30, so I was up listening to gangster rap until past midnight, past where I should have, and felt charged afterwards. <laughs> That's past gangster rap hours. It is. Um, and uh, yeah, the locks took it home. It it was incredible. Jadakiss, star turning performance. Yeah, I mean, just absolutely bonkers, <laughs> incredible, just stage presence. I like. I did not expect him to still have it after all these years. Right. But I just I I left it feeling just reinvigorated by the 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 gully gutter. Other G words, <laughs> spirit 
of yeah. of the locks. It was it, it, incredible. If you can look it up online, I highly recommend you at least look at the the highlights because it was just it was comedy, it was drama, it was everything I was hoping for and more. So amazing! Shout out to Gangster Rap Trio, the Locks, the Locks, D Block Baby. That's what's up. Those clips were amazing to watch. Watching Jada just tear it apart, oh and God. honest, and watching people, uh, uh, seeing people appreciate the 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 fucking the what it takes to be a great MC. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking hard. It's hard to do what Jada does, and it's it's nice to see people like seeing it and going like, wow. I mean, <clears throat> the breath control, the the stage presence, the I mean. The energy, the charisma, knowing mm-hmm. what songs to play, like n- like having all of that in the moment, just like the- and, and not to mention the the sort of fun, combative nature of that that situation too. Yeah. It being a versus, as opposed to just being a concert. Yeah, that led to uh, almost like a battle kind of uh, environment. Yeah, for it that added an entire new element to what they were doing there. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's a good one. Thank you. My cheers goes to Netflix for funding the creation of the last dance. And now the documentary for the malice at the palace. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm so happy about this. I am. I'm ecstatic. (laughs) It looks so good. It looks so good. Let me tell you something mean Gene. I was very, very conscious of basketball at this point. This is when I was watching it every day. And the Malice at the Palace. I, I couldn't believe what I was watching. I yeah. couldn't believe it. Yeah. I was my brain exploded. I was like, what is happening? They're fighting fans. <laughs> They're squaring up, but people are running onto the court. They're choking people out. They're punching. This is crazy. Crazy. I I remember I remember that happening because I I remember my mom saying, well, "That's not right. <laughs> that's, they that's shouldn't not they right. shouldn't be doing that's not right. <laughs> he definitely should not be doing that. They definitely should not. And then the immediate culture around basketball right after that. I mean, it, it was like it was like the camp 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 uh, excuse me the camp counselors were like all right that's enough yeah that's it. over get back in your bunks mm-hmm. it's uh it's done yeah. that's it lights out you're wearing suits i don't care how baggy those suits are mm-hmm. you're wearing them no yeah. one's fighting no one's arguing it's, it's like there was a stabbing in a club yeah <laughs> everyone was like that's it it's uh, it's over no more hats <laughs> no more fucking beanie no no chains no mm-hmm. jerseys no baggy jeans you're all wearing button downs, yep. okay? And S Doc Carters. Mm-hmm. That's all you're wearing. And, and and clean pressed jeans. And I am so happy to get more details about this shit because I wa- I watched I watched the Malice in the Palace maybe eh, probably once I'd say once every year or so. I'll just <laughs> okay. go and watch it on yep. YouTube. Because it's uh, this uh, the it's bonkers. <laughs> it's on a specific date. I mean the anniversary of the mouse. Okay, yeah, that's what, yeah. <laughs> no, it's really no, some days I'll just be randomly thinking about it and I'll just want to watch it and see like more details cuz it's mayhem. Yeah. It's absolute mayhem. Mm-hmm. And you just every time you watch it you're like, "Wow, I can't believe that that thing happened." Because for a couple of years 
I thought that Ron Artest just got he just got super mad at somebody. Um, and like somebody I thought somebody I, we all knew somebody threw a cup at him or whatever. And I thought it missed. And I thought he just got up and just like, he found the guy and, and beat him up or whatever. You know, maybe a year or two later, I find out that the cup hit him, mm-hmm. and then he went into the stands and found the wrong guy <laughs> and beat that guy up. <laughs> the guy who threw the cup was just getting sitting there going, uh, "Oops!" Popping like, on his nails like a cartoon. Like <laughs> it's like he had no idea that Ron Artest, a guy who famously brought a two by four to a pickup basketball game, would come into the stands and and fight fans. I yeah. love it. I can't wait to see that documentary, and I'm so happy that Netflix decided to do it. Yeah. So there you go. That's my cheers. It's a good one. All right. All right. Um, that's a good way to rock this baby and call it a night, but before we can get out of here for good, we got to review these beers. So, Adam, ah! what did you think of the squish from Hourglass Brewing Company, a coastal crush Made with key lime, cherry, banana, and coconut. It's a hard smoothie seltzer. You took your lactate. I did. What did you think? I'm glad I took that lactate. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is It is what it claims to be. It is fruity. It is smooth. Um, and a little refreshing, too. Mm-hmm. I think as far as the seltzer game goes, these are high upon the list. Um <laughs> Of course, it's a little unfair because this is obviously more sweetened. It has more things in it. It's, it almost tastes like a uh, like a fruity cocktail. Yeah. Um, but all that being said, you know, I'm not going to hold it against it that it has lactose in it. Um, really, really tasty. Really refreshing. Great for the summer. I'm going to give it a four and a half. Uh, only because I like the OG one of this just a hair better, mm. which I think I would unofficially give a five. Okay, but we can we can tread those waters when we get to them. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I'm gonna give this a four. I I I like you get you get the flavors that that they honestly this shit tastes like all they all they did was put those ingredients in a blender, mm-hmm. put a little bit of milk into it, sure, and then just added like a hint of alcohol to it. So it tastes like a smoothie. Yeah. Pretty much. Hard smoothie sounds. <laughs> what I'll say about this is mission accomplished. Mm-hmm. Now, it's something that is total it totally deviates from anything um uh beer wise. It's it's it can't even be It's not a beer. Yeah. 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 It so, doesn't taste like a beer. If you're looking for a beer, don't go for this. Yes, this is something completely different, completely uh weird and and, and just just don't don't judge it on the basis of you know, you just had like uh, a, a Belgian triple or something, oh, sure. and then you're gonna yeah. have this. It's like, well, no, of course this is something completely different and weird. It's a Celsius, baby. It's fun. It's a fun drink. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I think that it would be better if it was just a seltzer and not a smoothie seltzer. I'd be down for that. I think it would be <laughs> more refreshing. Yeah. Uh, and the flavor profile would come through more if it was just a hard seltzer. And I would like to taste that. Yes. Yeah. I as well. So I give it a four, and Obesius gives it a four and a half. Now I think we got it, right? We got it. Well, if Obi says we got it, then it's 
over. This has been the One Baron Podcast for myself, Marco Dupa, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. D-Block. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer or seltzers and have a beautiful evening. We love you. <laughs>